leading, leading us in prayer and making power available this morning. Uh, this morning we'll be discussing around one of the most popular topics in the world. Uh, my assignment this morning has been uh, somehow made easy for me because uh, the foundation for this morning's discussion has been laid yesterday in our various body meetings. So yes, we are going to be talking about love, a very important topic. We will delve a little deeper this morning and I trust the Holy Spirit to guide us into his truths and, uh, and bless us as we listen. Let us pray. Father, I thank you this morning as we discuss about your love. Teach us by your Holy Spirit, whom you have given us. I pray this morning that we, being rooted and established in, in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge to the point that we are, we are filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Thank you, everlasting God. We give you praise this morning. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Let's start by, uh, by reading 1 John 4, 7 to 16. It will serve as a, a text and like a summary to all we're going to discuss this morning. It says, Dear friends, let us love one another. For love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his only, uh, one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. This is how we know that we live in him and he in us. He has given us his spirit and we have seen and testified that the father has sent his son to be the savior of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the son of God, God lives in them and they in God. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Now, the other day, someone asked me, I think uh, it was one of the children, uh, that why didn't God start all over again when 
Adam and Eve disobeyed him? Why didn't he just erase and recreate them? You know, I, it got me thinking and I, I laughed. I, I thinking that you could say that maybe God knew that no matter how many times he erased and recreated them, the devil will come and, and tempt them all over and over again. But I believe it is because of his love. You see, love is God's nature. And God cannot do anything contrary to his nature. So God's singular motivation is love. It is this love that guides and informs everything he has done in the past and what he does today and tomorrow. In John 3.16, which is the most uh, which most of most people would agree to be <laughs> the most popular scripture in the world. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Isn't that amazing? God will choose to give Jesus as a sacrifice a sacrificial lamb to redeem man by himself. So there is no other motivational factor. It's love. God loved us so much that he chose to give his own son to redeem us back. I believe when the Bible says we are made in the image of God, it's actually that we have, we have the true nature of God, which is love. Not just uh, this notion uh, about our physical appearance, as most of us believe that God has a mouth and I also have a mouth too. And so God speaks and I should speak and I must speak. Yeah, which is true. But we are made to love, to express God's love to one another and to the world. It means that we possess the capacity to love because we are made in God's image. Remember when Philip asked Jesus, saying, Lord, show us the Father. Let's look at that in uh, John 14. John 14. Let's start from verse 5. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do, not, you do know him and have seen him. Philip now said, Lord, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. Jesus answered him, don't you know, don't you know me, Philip? Even after I have been among you first, such a long time. Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Today, when the world asks us, show us the Father, our response should be, look, take a look at me and you will see the Father. This is because we have the capacity to love. What it takes to love resides on our inside. The Bible says in Romans 5, 5, and hope does not put us to shame 
Because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Other translation says the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is the one who enables us to love. Little wonder he is the first person that comes immediately we become born again. He comes in as a seed of love, planted in us, making all things disappear and replacing them with God's nature of love. So we've got the capacity to love and the world is our playing field to demonstrate this love. But you know what? Before you can show love to the world, it must be seen in demonstration in our midst. See what the Bible says in John 13. Let's look at that. John 13. John 13. Glory to God. Let's look at verse 35. He says, By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. So love must start here at home among the brethren. More than ever before, Kingsville Church must be known as a home of love because love is what attracts the world. When we operate in love towards one another, things begin to flow flawlessly and effortlessly. Our spiritual gifts will flow better in an atmosphere of love. And the world is drawn to this because it rekindles hope in them. Love is the icing on the cake. It's a wow factor. It is what gives legitimacy to our, to our spirituality and it authenticates the oppression and the manifestation of the gifts of the spirit in a believer's life and within the assembly of God's people. Love is the foundation of our spiritual maturity. See what the Bible says in one of the most popular scriptures also, 1 Corinthians 13. Let's look at uh, verse uh, 1 Corinthians 13, let's start from verse 1. It says, if I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging symbol. For I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge. And if I have a faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil or rejoices in the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. In essence, love is a seal of authenticity upon everything that we do as children of God. It makes us legit before the world to whom we are to shine our light. So how does love legitimize us as God's children? Let's open our Bibles to Galatians 5. Galatians 5. 
Uh, let's start from uh, verse 22. It says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Here the Bible shows all that all the components of the fruit of the Spirit. Notice that the first component is love, and that is significant. Love is the launching pad to the rest. It opens the gateway to, to, to full expression of the fruit of the Spirit in our lives. You cannot love and not be joyful. You cannot love and not have peace. You cannot love and not be kind. You cannot love and not be faithful. You cannot love and not have self-control. The Bible says, against all these, there is no law. When we walk in love towards one another, the world sees it. It is evident and there is no law against it. In fact, it satisfies all the requirements of the law. Romans 13, 8 to 13 says, the, the, command, the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and whatever other command there may be, are summed up in this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. Love does not harm, does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of love. Hallelujah. Love is the fulfillment of the law. In Yoruba, we say, meaning love supersedes the law. It is not in the same realm as the law, so cannot be held by it. So let us love one another, looking out for the interests of one another without any conditions attached. That is the God's kind of love. Hoping and longing to see others do well and make progress. We must also walk in love towards one another because love is a defense against fear. Let's open our Bible to 1 John 4, 18. 1 John 4, 18. It says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. Other translations say, Fear as torment. The one who fears does not, does, is not made perfect in love. People who walk in love do not fear because love eliminates fear from their lives. <coughs> Being assured of God's love and passing on that love makes you free like a bird. You are immune to fear. You don't live your life looking over your shoulders, controlled by fear of the unknown or fear of what is going on in the world. This is because before you can walk in love towards others, you already have an assurance of God's love for you. Remember we said in the beginning that love is God's sole motivation for all he does. It is this same love that dispels all your fears and all fear factors, filling you with the assurance of his presence through his word and his spirit. See what the Bible says in Hebrews 13. It says, keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Because God has said, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere men, mere mortals do to me? 
Romans 8, 39 also talks about the love of God in Christ Jesus. It says, for I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor heights, nor death, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. So love is your defense because you cannot be separated from it. Walking in love towards one another is an outward expression of the assurance of God's love from which we cannot be separated. Hallelujah. Love engenders God's blessing. Glory to God. Yes, walking in love paves the way for the flow of God's blessings. One of the first things you notice about people who walk in love towards one another is that they are united. Little wonder that Jesus placed premium on the unity in his prayer for all believers in John 17. Let's look at it. <clears throat> John 17, <clears throat> 2021. Let's check it out. 20 says, my prayer is not for them alone. You know, he was initially praying for his disciples then. He said, my prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message. That all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. Can you see that? In you, there was a special blessing that came through unity. And unity could only be achieved by walking in love. David also called that revelation of God's blessing in unity. <clears throat> when he made this analogy in Psalms 133, it says, Behold, how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts of his garments and it, as the dew of Hermon and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. And you know the fun fact about the blessing? The Bible says, it maketh rich and adds no sorrow. You know, I remember in those days back in, uh, at the University of Ibadan, the love of God and unity were written in the theme songs of most fellowships. You know, I actually went from one fellowship to the other, you know, trying to see, get grounded as a child of God. There is one that will stick with me forever. I think it's uh, Victory Christian Fellowships Anthem of, of theme song. It says, we are the family of God. We are bound together from above. We live in perfect harmony in a bond of unity through love forevermore. This is an oasis of love. And his love is flowing like a river. It fills our hearts and it fills our souls. You are my brother. That's why I love you so. We're never going to fail or fall if you hold my hand. Wonderful. First Corinthians 13, 13 says, And now these three remain. Faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Love is the greatest force in the world. In the whole wide world, nothing compares to it. This is because it is the nature of God. In fact, God is love and love is God. The Lord is inviting us this morning to up our game by walking in love towards one another. 
we have the capacity to love because of the Holy Spirit whom the Father has given us. He calls us to make love our motivation this morning, our motivation for every action, for everything that we do. To let love guide first our thoughts, then our actions. To let love compel us into unity and into our blessings. Jesus says in John 15, 12, this is my commandment, that ye love one another as I have loved you. So dear friends, let us love one another. For love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Glory to God. Thank you for listening to me this morning. God bless you as you go out. In Jesus' name, bye-bye.